everyone, welcome back to Life and Sport Podcast, and we're joined by a very special guest. Um, I say that every episode, but that's because every guest is awesome and special in their own way. They've got their own life and sport story. Now, obviously, guys, we're doing three separate series this year on life and sport. We're focusing on Olympians. We're also focusing on the 94 Raiders 30 years on, and we're also doing a Young Guns series. This one falls into the latter of the category Young Guns. He's currently signed to the New South Wales Rugby League um, knock-on effect New South Wales Cup side for the Sydney Roosters, also known as the reserve grade. His name is Corey, and in parentheses, Larry Bird nowadays because of Vossi. Corey Ross, um, thank you for joining me today, and how was your weekend? No, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now the weekend was, yeah, it was exciting, hey, it was good fun. Fuck yeah, it was. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was insane watching you on on the field. It was so, so captivating that I, as you know, had to message you, you know, offering you to, like, asking if you'd come on the potty because you made, from what I saw, three, you made more than three tackles, but three in particular standout tackles. I'll pop the footage just here now for anyone who's watching when this goes up so you can just see the impact that he had. And you also scored a meat pie as well. You know, what What better way to make an impact and also, of course, according to Vossi, looking like Larry Bird. So my first <laughs> question for you is, what's your earliest memory of rugby league? I reckon my earliest memory would be I was playing in a grand final for Southeastern down at Redfern Oval. Okay. And, and I got a like an intercept. They had a like a four-on-one overlap. And I just yep. got lucky. Tapped the ball up, caught it, and then just ran the field to score a try. And, yeah. Were you playing second row back then or were you like a speedy little winger back in the day? I think I flew between centre and wing back in the day. I had a bit of speed on me. and yep. So, yeah, I got the full field and uh, felt good, hey? Yeah, nice. That's fucking awesome. And obviously yeah. that kind of brings up the next question, which is obviously, as you said, you floated between wing and centre when you were younger. At what age group or age bracket did you sort of start moving into the second row sort of position? So when I was like playing as like a, a junior, I never really had like a position. I was always tall with like a skinny kid. Uh, so I had like a bit of speed, so I'd always like hang in the outside backs. But then as I got a little bit older, started to get like a little bit bigger, got pushed into the the forwards. So I played pretty much everywhere. Hey, yeah, Lost, yeah, prop second row. So wasn't until I'd say like SG Ball. Yeah. So when I first started with SG Ball, I was center, and then the following year, because that year got cut short with COVID, started yeah, one game with the wing. Uh, had a shocker, and then. <laughs> That's when I found out that I'm no longer a winger. No, 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 you're the, in that, and, uh, I got moved to the back row and ever since then just made it home. Yeah, fair. Well, I mean, um, anyone that's watching, I definitely recommend you go back and watch the full replay of the Roosters Rabbitohs preseason trial, which is up on the NRL website. I'll pop the link in the description and just focus on watching Corey, number 11 in the headgear. Um, it, honestly, you, from what I saw, you've got very reminiscent. Rem- honestly made me look like I was watching Steve Menzies playing in like rugby league again. It was so um, silky for lack of a better term. It's almost dangerous for any other team as you're coming up through the ranks. And I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but that really was like watching like as rugby league guru says, this kid could be anything. And absolutely. I definitely would agree with him if he were to say that. Um, Obviously uh, growing up when we were just talking about Steve Menzies and, and whatnot, that brings up who was your rugby league idol growing up? I reckon like the earliest idol I had would have been like Tom Trebojevic. Hey? Yeah. So I reckon just like that tall, like skinny white boy. Like, like, 
yeah, it's a good player. Like seems like down to earth as well. So it's something I something I want to like pride myself on as well. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, and obviously your junior footy, as you were saying, um, before you went into the SG ball or, you know, into the system sort of thing, you were playing at, uh, did you say Norellan or was that a, was it a different club oh, that you were playing at? Uh, Southeastern. Southeastern, sorry, yeah. that's my bad. Yeah. So, so, so is that in the Roosters catchment area? No, that's actually in the, the South area. So I spent oh, okay. 10 years with Southeastern mm-hmm. uh, playing like the South local comp. Yep. And then, then I moved, made the move over to Paddo Colts in the Roosters district. And then, yeah, that's where I got picked up and started playing for Roosters. So you're a junior of both clubs, which yeah, that's yeah. obviously a lot of people know that there's a big rivalry between the Roosters and Rabbitohs, especially when it comes to, you know, them signing players yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Um, what, if you don't mind me asking, made you decide to, you know, change, not necessarily change, but sort of change clubs, junior clubs in particular. This is before SG Ball and all that. This is junior days. What made you change playing 10 years at South, at South's sort of junior catchment over to, you know, Eastern Suburbs junior catchment sort of thing? I feel like I, I was going nowhere. Like okay. with South, like I was never picked in like their like, junior bodies. Opportunities like, weren't, weren't sort of there? Yeah, yeah. Like I, that always like, but always be like the same team going through their their juniors. I just never got a look in. So okay. an opportunity. I had mates playing over at Paddo, so thought, why not? I'll give it a crack. And then, well, yeah. I mean, as they say, like you've got to create your own opportunities when it comes to that sort of stuff. So as you said, nothing was happening for you. And, you know, you went over to Souths, not South, sorry, the, the opposite way. You went to the Roosters side of things and look at you now, SG Ball yeah, yeah. and um, New South Wales Cup. And that brings up my next question, obviously, New South Wales Cup. You played your first bit of New South Wales Cup from what I'm led to believe on my research, I could be wrong, last year. And that was for the Roosters. What was that like, you know, going from SG Ball up to New South Wales Cup? This episode is brought to you by Energy Pro. Experience the fusion of energy and nutrition with Energy Pro. Elevate your hydration game like never before with no added sugar, all natural colors and flavors, and up to 25 grams of protein per serve. Caffeine-boosted flavors, on-the-go protein hydration with the nine essential BCAAs derived from whey protein isolate. These products are HASTA approved for athletes looking for that edge pre-training, during a game, and afterwards for recovery. Embrace a healthier way to energize with a fusion of flavor and function that keeps you moving forward. And don't just take our word for it. Experience the refreshing transformation with Energy Pro. It's not just protein water. It's your new essential ally. Together, let's break barriers and build a future where fitness and wellness are accessible to all. Go to energypro.com.au and use our code LS10 for 10% off at checkout. Wow. Yeah. Cup actually felt like so surreal. Hey, like I had the goal last year. I was playing like Jersey flag. Yep. I had the goal that this year I want to go up there and make a a cup debut. And when I got the chance, it felt, felt so good. Hey, just getting to pull on the Jersey, just like new logo. Like I felt good. Like like, I'm only one step away now. I've got to get consistent footy in here. And yeah, then, it's, yeah, then it's up to the big league. Yeah, pretty much. And then like playing with like more experienced boys, like NRL boys that drop back yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, I was being like a big fanboy. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, it'd be a pinch yourself moment, which also brings up my next question. What team did you follow growing up? Well, I was actually a Manly fan growing up. Hey. Makes sense when you so, said Tom Trebojevic. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Followed Manly for like pretty much my whole life. Like, Mum, down and pop, all Manly fans. Uh, Dad's a South fan, and then my brother goes for for night. So we got a bit of a mix. That is a bit of a mix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, now that like I'm with the roost and stuff, I reckon they're slowly winning over my heart. Yeah, of course. Of course they would, which is fair enough. You know, I've interviewed a lot of people and a lot of them, you know, say they follow a different club to the ones that they won or ones that they played for. And they end up, you know, falling in love with that club that they played for for the rest of their life. Like they'll have a soft spot for the club they followed as a kid, but they'll be like do or die for the team that they play for, um, which is which is incredible to hear. So Manly as a kid and now Roosters slowly, slowly, but not, not yet, but slowly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Taking over that, obviously, um, that brings up a topic. Manly are, are playing in Vegas uh, this weekend, and the Roosters are obviously playing in Vegas um, this coming weekend on the third. Uh, will you be tuning in to watch the games? Yeah, definitely. I, I love my footy. I like, I'll sit down with with Pop out the back and watch the team. We try to watch as many games as we can. Just like, yeah. footy just runs runs through our blood in this family. Yeah, that's it. I watch every game, like not just not just your games. Like as you can see in the background, I'm a bit of a Broncos slash Queensland type fan, but I love rugby league first and the Broncos second. I watch every every game, all eight games every weekend. It's it very much similar. B- runs in the blood. It's it's it literally. I live and breathe it. So definitely, I'll be watching both of those games from Vegas. Um, anyone who doesn't know where to watch those games, it's over on Fox League or KO etc. It will not be on Channel Nine or Freeware, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, next question. Obviously, we covered you playing second row, but your second row playing style, as I mentioned earlier, is very similar to Steve Menzies. Uh, so, who would you say you model your your play style after? Oh, see, like it's a bit embarrassing, but I can like when I was like a bit younger, I'd always watch like Steve Mudai, George Tafua, like I'm embarrassed. That. Those are like those that. are great. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know what? That's kind of if if you if anyone goes back and watches those hits last weekend, very similar. <laughs> yeah, so far, especially when I was playing like the centers, I love to jam in on the fullback and yeah, if I like to try create something, so I can that's came off being with them, and then now I'm like a back row. I just watch like even just the edge forwards like Satili, Nat, Angus, all those boys up in in first grade now. Just how they run their lines, how they link up with their middles, just like just real like. Like good good role models and leaders. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome because yeah, as you said, big hits and who better to follow than the than the you know the axemen you could say you know Steve Maddow, George Tafua, um, even by extension, um, uh, he's currently playing in the NRL and I'm I I'd have to shoot myself because he's at the Broncos now. Martin Tapao, even him, Marty Kapow, like those big hitters from Manly back in the day, absolutely. Um, and that's definitely something you've implemented into your game, which is, again, dangerous for every other team um, in a good way, obviously. Um, and in that game against South Sydney, obviously, as I mentioned at the start, Vossi referred to you as looking like legendary Boston Celtic player Larry Bird. Um, has the team caught on and started the nickname yet or they've not caught on yet? Yeah, yeah. It was funny. First day back at training since the game, hey, that's what everyone called me. I had to ask them, like, oh, who's Larry Bird? I had no idea. If I, they've all, oh. all told me who he is and stuff, but yeah, no, a good little nickname to have. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, fingers crossed, as you were saying in our chats uh, throughout the week, that you know, hopefully, you can win as many premierships as Larry Bird won NBA championships. Yeah, far, it would be good. Hey, like we've fallen short a couple of years through the juniors. Okay, like we've made the finals and just fallen short, but hopefully, hopefully, this year is the year that we get number one. Hey, fingers crossed. Your feet deserve a break, guys. And what better way to treat them right than with a new pair of thongs? And guys, Toey Thongs has you covered. No word of an actual lie. These thongs are the comfiest pairs I've ever, ever owned. Straight out of the package, soft as heck, 
you know, they come in single plugger and double double plugger. I'm currently rocking the single pluggers. Um, yeah, guys, for just thirty dollars per solo pair. And the more you buy, the cheaper they get. And who doesn't love cheap thongs, you know? They also offer a monthly subscription to receive a pair every month for six months. So if you're a thong fiend or just need a new pair, be sure to head to toeythongs.com. Use our code LIFEINSPORT15 for 15% off at checkout. Got some quick fire fun questions. Uh, first one is Apple or Android? Apple. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think... I, I was actually talking to my mate the other day. I don't think I've actually had any guest out of my 200 plus interviews, say Android, ever. <laughs> I don't think I have. And that just goes to show that Android is, it's either, it either proves Android is shit or it proves Apple is superior. <laughs> it's either or either. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? A bit of like a, a big kid at heart. So I'd say mm-hmm. Ice Age. Hey, Love hey you know what? Ice Age is a great movie. You know, um, after number two, it sort of went to shit. But, you know, I can deal with number three. But all the other ones after that, it's kind of like they were trying to force sequels yeah. at that point. Uh, and the in-betweeners as well would be runners out the number two, hey? Oh, great show and great movies oh, as well. Absolutely. Funny, hey? I, I only just started watching the show about two years ago. And, oh, mate, love it. Love, love, love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so funny. Just their humour is so great. How do you like hey? a steak? Yeah. Got to be medium rare. Oh, again, same thing. Out of all my 200 plus guests, I think I've only ever had... Like I've, I've, the most common is rare to medium rare. So you're, you're in you're in good stead there. And yeah. final question for the quick fire, a uh, bit of a heated one. This one's a bit of a 50-50 mix. Uh, thongs or Crocs? Well, I'll throw a curveball and I'll say slides and socks. You know what? That's a pretty good answer. Slides yeah. and socks. Yeah, you know. Although, yeah, we'll be saying though, Crocs with socks may look like an abomination, but people don't realize your, your feet sweat in those things, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so they'll cause blisters, etc. So people let the, no pun intended, but let the Crocs and socks slide, but also slides and socks. Absolutely agree. What do you have a specific brand of slides that you're rocking at the moment? Well, I've got just some plain Adidas ones. Hey. Yeah. Fair. Well, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Alrighty, so I've got only a few more questions left um, before we wrap this up. But I do want to say before we get into that, I'd love to get you on again at the end of the season to talk about, you know, how New South Wales Cup went. And if you end up making your NRL debut, you never know because you never know what's in the future. There could be injuries, there could not be injuries, but we'll find that out later this year. So the final three questions we've got. First of all, which coach so far has had the biggest impact on the player and person you are today? Oh, see, that one's like a, a hard one for me personally. Of course, I've been changing positions like each coach. Is, it could be multiple coaches me. if you like. Yeah. Oh, I reckon, oh, like, I reckon like Brett Gillard coming through like with Pat O'Colts. Mm-hmm. He was good to like, because he was like, he had some involvement with the Roosters as well. Like he gave me like a, a bit of a head start and a, a kick of what the what it takes to to become a player. Plus, he's played footy and stuff like that. Yep. Um, then I reckon last year with Dino, he put me into a, a leadership role because I'm not the biggest talker of the group or, or anything like that. Okay. But I feel like he gave me that position so I could lead by actions and and lead. Yeah, lot, yeah, lead by example yeah. rather than lead by words, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just. Like just a non, like a no nonsense attitude, and just just go out there and just play footy and just show. Well, you definitely had a presence on the field that game against the South. From what everyone, from what anyone's seen, it it was definitely, definitely, um, yeah, uh, a presence for sure. 
Yeah, and definitely like our the Jersey flag coach from twenty two, Barnsy, like Anthony Barnes. Yeah, great bloke, like very down to earth, and yeah, I enjoyed him. And I'm looking forward to the season upcoming with Brett Morris as well. Yeah, what a name as well. I mean, all those names are great, but getting coached by an absolute legend of the game. Like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it, whereas you you probably get goosebumps because you get to do it. Yeah. That's that's incredible. Um, and actually, that brings up uh, two questions that I have thought of bef- now, even though we've got two left. We've now got four left. Um, Brett Morris, of course, is coach of the New South Wales Cup side for this year. Last weekend against South Sydney, obviously, um, he was coaching that team for, for that game. What was it like sort of getting your first taste of match day training, uh, match day coaching from Brett Morris? It was actually really good. Hey, like he, he took a very like relaxed sort of vibe towards it. Like he spoke to us at the start when we first like, got to the game and then mm-hmm. just like just left us and let us get into the zone, get into the game, let, let it, like each other just get around like the players let and you stuff. Do your own so thing, all, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then it wasn't until like he had his little coaches talk at the end where he said what he had to say, and we all just just fired up and just got around it. Kind of like you, he leads by example uh, rather than words, but the words he does say, uh, you know, kind of like like they're impactful to the point where he doesn't need to say a lot to get his point across on game day, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like any time he speaks, like everyone's all ears, just hundred percent focused in, and just takes in everything he says. Yeah, I reckon maybe he's gotten that side of because obviously people who go into coaching grab a bit of everything from all the coaches they've experienced. I reckon he's got that sort of aspect from Wayne Bennett in particular because as I'm sure you'll know, he was coached by Wayne Bennett at the Dragons when he won the grand final with the Dragons. I definitely think he's got that sort of aspect of know when to talk, know when not to talk and let you know just the vibe sort of happen from Wayne Bennett, which is definitely not a bad thing, that's for sure. And my second uh, of the last of the four last questions, you copped a HIA, unfortunately, during that game against South Sydney. How are you recovering since? Because some players copped delayed symptoms, you know, a few days later, sort of thing. So how are you managing the HIA stuff from last weekend? Yeah, no, I ended up passing all the tests back in the, the dressing rooms. I was just more spewing. It was two minutes to go. <laughs> I wanted to punch out the full 80. Yeah, <laughs> and then oh, I just wanted to go out and see all my friends and family. Like, I had a few mates, like just chilling on the hill and stuff like that. I wanted to go see. Yeah, and then yeah, well, I just make sure I go, go 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 ahead time to see the family and stuff like that as well. I was just sitting in the sheds, just telling the doctor, "Fine, can I just go? I'm I'm sweet. Just let me go." <laughs> did you get Did you get a chance to see the family and stuff afterwards? Like sort of. Yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah. Once I passed it, I I quickly ran off and saw everyone had some photos. And, yeah, you know, it was good fun. No, that's good that they waited because, you know, Belmore is a great a great footy oval, but it's a shit fight to get in and out of sort of thing. So I can imagine, you know, the family and friends dedicated, you know, waited for you, which is good. But that's good to hear that, you know, you you pass your HIA with fine colours sort of thing. So no, that, that's great to hear. And obviously, I just thought of another bloody question before we've got two final <laughs> questions again. Ugh, but no, you know what? That's part of the flow. Um. You did mention in our chats earlier, you know, earlier in the week that you are unfortunately suspended leading up to like this season coming up because of previous things from last year. So how do you hope to, because you'll be, for lack of a term, even fresher legs leading into the season coming up than say players that'll play round one sort of thing. Um, How do you hope to make an impact on the field and at training, you know, leading into your, whenever your first game back is? I think it's more just training hard and just working like in the training field, like especially like hitting the gym and stuff like that. Cause I don't need to be fresh as such for, for a game. 
so I can lift that little bit heavier, push myself that little bit harder, and then just make sure when it's time to play that I'm fit and fire and ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. That's honestly all that all that you can ask of yourself and all that the coaches can ask of you sort of thing. Absolutely. Now we're down to the final two questions. Um, number one, who's the pest at the Roosters of, you know, New South Wales Cup side? This year we've actually been lucky. Like, because I spent the first six weeks of the, the preseason up with NRL. Yeah, okay. On a training trial. So I wasn't really around like the Cup boys as much. But for like a big pest that stands out from what, like for, it was one from last year is Angus yeah. Far. That boy could talk to a brick wall and get something out of it, hey? Bye. That's great. Oh, my geez. Um, and was there a pest at the NRL side when you were there for the six weeks training trial? I like everyone will throw cheese under the bus, but I just sit there and just laugh at everything you do. It's a funny boy. Yep. Okay, so cheese honourably, but not in a pest pest. Just a, You just look at him and start laughing sort of pest. Yeah, it's, it's a funny dude. Anything he does, you, just, you sit there and watch. He's like, fine, like only he could do it. <laughs> Yeah, and only he could get away with it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and my final question for you is, and I think I know the answer, but I'd rather ask it than assume, what are your life goals and your footy goals for 2024? Well, I reckon, like, life goals would be just just make, like, mum and dad proud, make them and pop proud, um, and just, like, do everything that they, they want me to achieve, like, doing it for them. And for footy, it'd be something to, to get the call up either to, to debut or start going up and training with first grade again yep. and ultimately earn a, a full-time deal for, for next year. That's the goal. Okay. So that's a very solid goal, very realistic goal. And those are really good life goals as well. You know, do it for the fam, make them proud, which undoubtedly would have made them super proud in the uh, yeah. South <laughs> game, which is incredible. Um, and I've got nothing but – I've got a uh, word vomit. I want to say nothing but the best and, you know, good luck for the season coming up because you'll definitely be a mainstay, at least in the New South Wales Cup side, that's for sure. Um, fingers crossed, as you said, you get up into, you know, training with the NRL side, maybe maybe get a look in and maybe, you know, on the bench or 18th man sort of thing for the NRL. But obviously, it'd be great to see you in the colours for, you know, a full match, but, you know, got to hope for injuries. But if not, I reckon, if not, definite starter or at least bench player next year at, at in the first grade side, which is incredible. You've had an incredible journey so far. And I can't wait to get you on later on in the year to talk about how your journey went this year. Uh, anyone who's listening, that was Corey, Larry Bird, Ross. Uh, thanks, for, thanks very much for joining me today. No, thank you for having me. It'll be a pleasure to catch up again.